At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is the Nightcap with Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. Power three of the Nightcap here on VSIN. We have expanded yet again. Mr. Root back in for another evening of excitement. You know, after he gives out Rutgers and Indiana under as his favorite play of the night, got to bring him back in. You know one of my favorite vegetables is the rutabaker. Really? Yeah. Really? So that's going to be my nickname for him, rutabaker. I'll take it. Rutabaker J. Nicknamed after a vegetable. Hello, that's, man. What's, what's more exciting <laughs> than that? Hey, it's really good, man. I'm talking about... Get you some salted ham, let that thing marinate a little bit, smother it, cook it slow. Woo! You could cook it up and bring it in one day. Uh, maybe with roots here. I like root yeah. a little bit more than I like you. I know you do. <laughs> I mean, I just I give out things. I tell you USC's a fraud. You bet against me. You it's set fun. me up. I didn't set you up anything. You knew Arizona was better than USC, yes, and you goaded it and baited and hoodwinked me into losing a cigar bet. You're a grown man. And I said, USC is a fraud, and Arizona State, Arizona's going to be fired up. And you said, I like USC. You yeah, I probably some, did. You went some By the way, Wyoming's up by three. Sean and I, we're simpatico tonight. Yeah. There we go. Very good synergy, good. right? He goes Arkansas in game. I've got LSU plus five and a half. Bada bing, bada boom. Both win. Great. So, you know, and now we, we can get Wyoming home. That would be nice here. That'd be uh, lovely. A little plus money to uh, to close out tonight. All right. Jim Root in studio. Last night we talked a ton about conference tournaments. And uh, there still are a couple out there. And, you know, there there was one in particular. And I was listening to uh, you and the uh, the gentleman of the three-man weave, uh, by the way. Great content as always there. So make sure to check him out. Uh, talk about the Sun Belt Conference. Talk to me about the Sun Belt Conference. And this is another conference in particular where you should do your shopping, right? Because there are odds varying all over the place. And if you have access to multiple books, do that. But break down the Sun Belt for us because it feels like, look at these odds, people. It's as wide open as it gets. It is completely wide open. The shortest is Texas State at three to one. I took Georgia State at four to one today at BetMGM. Yep. So, I mean, they're, they're, 
So talk us through this conference tournament with a breakdown of the tournament and, and some intriguing plays because it is, as people could tell by those odds, it is wide open. Yeah, I think basically the books just just shrugged. They looked at the field and said, ah, I don't know. And and to be honest, like it, it's hard to tell with this league. There's a lot of up and downs. A lot of these teams have been streaky, uh, but it's a neutral site. There's no big advantages for the teams that succeeded during the season. Uh, just a normal one-round buy for the top four out of a 12-team field. You mentioned line shopping with this conference. I, I told you yesterday, mm -hmm. you can get every team in this league plus 400 or better somewhere. I, whoever you like, 400 or better is available, whether it's Texas State, whether it's Georgia State. If you shop around, it's out there. Uh, Georgia State's the team I like. They were the preseason favorite coming in. They struggled with some injuries early on in the year. Then they got right. They've got their, their guys all healthy. They've won nine of their last 10. Really starting to trend back up to what we expected from them. So I like Georgia State as like the favorite to bet on. And if you want a long shot, it's the Cajuns. The Raging Cajuns of Louisiana. The 13-1 up there, I've seen them as high as 20-1. to uh, They are very talented. They brought in a bunch of transfers this offseason. They brought in Jordan Brown from Arizona, Greg Williams from St. John's. So they've got guys from power conference leagues. And their coaches talked a lot about how we're kind of just starting to figure out our rotation for the postseason. They've been cresting towards this event and the talent, I think, is pretty overwhelming for 20-1 to 1 in a league that has no clear favorite. So I kind of like getting a long shot there, too. So once again, it's always a disclaimer, and I, I helped you out a little bit today, too, because the Northeast Conference started at 4. you got to keep an eye on when these conference tournaments start. So we're, I, I know we're talking to you late on the East Coast. It's midnight. Uh, this starts tomorrow. So if you have an opportunity and you, and you like what you hear or something jumps out of you, you got to get in now. Uh, on this conference, and it starts tomorrow. Early, it's day hoops tomorrow because they've got they got to start early because they're all at one site. Yeah, so. Pensacola, Florida is where this uh, this conference tournament is unfolding. This conference tournament uh, doesn't start until Saturday, I believe, and this is another one of those ones. I won't do my whole diatribe again, but it's ridiculous why this one bid league is playing in a neutral site where no one's going to be. But talk us through the CAA, and and it's. I think if people look at these, the Colonial Athletic Association, this is going to be played in Washington, D.C. Uh, Towson is the number one seed. They they get that number one seed by uh, winning a restarted game. People are going to be surprised when they see that UNC Wilmington is as low as they are, but a very fortunate team per the Ken Palm analytics. It's kind of come back to grab them. So Towson I've seen as high as plus 140. Uh, they are a top 100 Ken Palm team, but being it's on a neutral and you have to win three in three days, does Towson make you worried? Or is at, at plus 140, which can be found here in Vegas, I think at Boyd's just right down the street, is that enough value for you to play the Towson Tigers? I think about it at plus 140, but man, this this tournament and this league in general is usually just, I think, parity. I think there's a lot of equality across uh, top to bottom I think at the beginning of the year, we joked that you could make this 10-team league just one tier. Like There, there was no significant drop-off. Now, Towson separated themselves, no question about it. They, they've had this blueprint for years of being really physical on the glass, and this year they added shooting to that. And oh, what, lo and behold, having shooting with your physical identity, suddenly you're an awesome team. Uh, but yeah, the three and three days on a neutral court is difficult. Uh, I, the other teams aren't quite up to snuff with them, but those odds are, are shaky. I didn't get too excited seeing that. I was surprised to see them where they were, honestly. You mentioned Wilmington at plus 950. They are basically mid-major Providence, but maybe even to a higher degree. Mm -hmm. they, they, they had a stretch where they won 
uh, nine straight games, and in seven of them, they were down double digits at one point, where they just <laughs> had to come from behind every single game. So that's what the Seahawks have going for them. They were they, they usually had a great home crowd in their favor. Uh, so thinking about Towson, I threw Towson into a parlay because I think they're great, but I didn't love the odds. So I figured I'd throw them one of the, a couple other odds I wasn't thrilled about. Murray State, Gonzaga, and just try to you know have some fun with that one. All right, uh, yeah, I am. Uh, I have one of those two: uh, Bryant, Gonzaga, and who else did I? Colgate, throw? right? Colgate, yep. the Raiders. Yep. I'm gonna play Wilmington. I think plus nine fifty for the two. Seed? They split with Townsend, you know, during the season. Actually, won at Townsend. Yeah, but it was earlier in the year. I know. Well, they the most, also the, the most recent they, they, one was in Wilmington, and they got smoked. They did. They, they lost to Pittsburgh, so almost crossed it out, but. Again, hey, man, why not? They, 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 take a flyer. This is, like I said, this is mid-major Providence or Wisconsin. Like, you're going to have some good fortune. Right. If you're on Wilmington, you're going to have a right. fun ending Absolutely. where you're like, oh, this is great. I'm glad U- it worked U- out. UNC Wilmington. Um, let's get to the ACC because I know the bracket's not out yet, and I'm looking at the odds right now, available right now. Duke should be a bigger favorite than minus 125. I, yeah. I, I I don't understand this. And, you know, we've got the odds up from points bet. I'm looking at DraftKings right now. Uh, I don't think, Jim, any place here in Las Vegas is uh, has these out yet. But uh, what am I missing here? Because I understand that it's in these, mi- in these major conference tournaments, you, the, the best teams don't always win because the motivation may not be there. You know, they, they've already got whatever seed locked up. Duke is still going to be playing for a one seed, albeit it's a long shot, but still playing for a one seed. Coach K's final year, obviously. And the conference stinks. I mean, the conference is not good. The two seed is going to be Notre Dame if they beat Pittsburgh on Saturday. I mean, we just saw Notre Dame lose to a team that had, what, the top four players for Florida State out? So who beats Duke? That's my biggest question who beats Duke? Yes, they've been beaten before. Miami beat them. Virginia beat them. Uh, Florida State, Florida State beat, beat them. When they were healthy. Yep. But I, I just, minus 125? Yeah, I, I have a hard time finding another team on the board I like enough to bet them. Even with some decent odds, the Duke losses all came in like very clear letdown spots. Right. Like the Virginia loss at home was right after the UNC game. Where they had blown out their rival. There's another uh, previously they the, even though Ohio State game. Ohio State was after a, right after Gonzaga. On yeah, that was floor. that was a big spot. Yeah. And so that like it, it's clear that this young team has had some lapses in concentration. I think that shouldn't happen in the postseason, especially with I. I hate to cite it as a reason, but I think the Coach K final season matters. I think that is going to be a motivating factor for the for for a young team that needs those kind of uh, things to play for. And in the postseason, in the ACC tournament, which Coach K has had a lot more success in the tournament than he has had in regular season. Mm-hmm. So I, I would lean towards Duke there. Uh, but again, it's you know fairly juicy price. Maybe it's another one you throw in a parlay. I mean, it's a juicy price, but look around, right? I mean, South Dakota State is, is minus 175 or higher. And look, South Dakota State went undefeated in conference play, and, and Duke didn't. So I, I understand that. Um, you, you see much higher favorites it's, you know, they got to win three games in three days, but you get the double bye, you're the one seed, and that conference is just so down this year. And they're playing in Brooklyn. It's not like there's going to be, I mean, they'll probably have the most fans. I mean, Sean, you know, I mean, they travel like crazy in Brooklyn, Coach K's last year. Well, that's what elite programs do. So I would say <laughs> Thank this. you for the insight. If Duke slips up, 
I think Wake Forest at nine fifty is pretty good value. Yeah, I, mean, I think if you I think side. if you play the ACC tournament five times, Duke probably wins four of them. Yep. But that one time, if they stub their toe again, Duke does have some deficiencies, you know. Yeah. So I would think Wake Forest at nine fifty would be a you know worth taking a flyer on. Yeah. Somebody asked me if if Duke should rather be the two out west or the three in the east, and I said just be the two in the west. You're going to have fans there. You're yeah. Duke. I saw them out here in the Pacific time zone, and they had half of T-Mobile filled with Duke fans. We don't, we don't operate like that. Duke's a one seat. Duke. Duke. Yeah, Duke. We, we don't. Duke. We don't. Duke. Yeah. They. Duke's a one seat. They're okay, not a two or three. Well, they will be a two seat, so I don't know what that means for you, but they will be a two seat. So you can keep saying they're one, but when we have the bracket in our hands, they'll, they'll, they'll have a two next to them. That's cool. We'll look at some over-under on bracket seedings as well. Maybe take a peek at the board tomorrow. It is the Nightcap here on VC. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of CityCasts designed to tackle sports betting. From the local perspective, there are city casts in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, L.A., New York, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and Washington, D.C. Subscribe to your local city cast wherever you get your podcast. Hanging out with Jim Root at Second Chance Points on Twitter. Check out the website, Three Man Weave. Uh, lots of great gambling content. Now's the time to uh, obviously fire away and take a look at uh, everything they have to offer. Sean King of here, of course. UNLV leading Wyoming 51-47. Come on, Pokes. Well, Sean and I took the Pokes in the second half. Well, actually, uh, in-game, I think it was plus 123 for them to win uh, this one, down one at the break. Uh, during this most recent break, I was uh, I was thumbing through the Circa app, and I misspoke last uh, segment, by the way. Circa does have ACC odds. Duke is... Slightly more rich than they were at DraftKings, minus 135. But you can, if you want to fade the Blue Devils here at Circa, you can bet them on the no at plus 105. Yeah, there you go. Then you don't have to pick the team that's going to beat them. You just say someone's going to beat them. So here's the interesting thing. 
So I, I just mentioned that. So use that as a uh, as a barometer. Duke at Circa minus one thirty five to win the conference tournament, plus one hundred five to not win. In the AAC, Houston is minus one sixty to win the conference tournament and plus one twenty five to not win the conference tournament. Now, look, Houston wraps up the AAC regular season crown, hopefully, uh, against Temple tomorrow, which would be nice. Cash that plus 240 ticket from the preseason. Jim, you could break it down far better than I can, but this team, Kelvin Sampson's done a phenomenal job holding it together, but to win three games in three days without the offensive firepower because of all their injuries, I think there's really good intrigue and uh, value on the no at plus 125. Yeah, I mean, I think it kind of comes down to they shouldn't want to win that tournament. It, you look back at, like, the year Virginia lost as a one seed, they went a little too hard in the conference tournament and lost DeAndre Hunter to a broken hand. This team is so thin because of the injuries they've gone through. They have three guards, basically, that matter on the roster. If they lose another one, they're really out of luck in the NCAA tournament. So I think it behooves them, especially if they end up getting a win against Memphis late down the se- late in the season here to not go all out for three straight games in three days into selection Sunday. Uh, so the, the depth problems that they have are, are definitely concerning. The problem is that the, the conference isn't very good outside of Memphis and maybe SMU. But both of those teams, I'll, I'll just sorry to catch you up, but both of those teams are on the wrong side of the bubble. True. So those two teams are basically playing for their lives in this tournament. So Memphis is plus 350, SMU is plus 440. They're going to meet in all likelihood in the 2-3 matchup, right, to get to the championship game. So Houston should have a, a relatively comfortable path to get to the championship game. But like you said, I mean, Kelvin Sampson is never going to say, hey, don't win this game. But I, I just don't think there's a sense of urgency there for Houston. And I think Memphis and SMU, whoever emerges from that 2-3 game, is going to have all of the motivation to beat Houston to get the auto berth and not have to worry about sitting there on Selection Sunday and if their name will be called. Right, it's about having that safety net, and and those teams don't have one, and Houston can comfortably know that, all right, look, it's a close game. We weren't able to pull it out. It's all right. Just I, I, yeah, Like you said, it's not intentional, but I think it's just kind of in the back of the mind that there's going to be a little bit of possible complacency. I hate saying that about Houston because they're like the most aggressive, physical, intense team, and they always play with that identity. But I, I think having that mindset for SMU, for Memphis, even some of the, the teams further down, like Wichita or, or Temple, will help them. Do you think that maybe that's a little overstated considering generally there are incentives and contracts for winning conference championships, tournament championships, you know, banners get hung in the arena, like job security, like if you're trying to, you know, go from a Houston to a elite level job. I know, but but I just like those things do matter at the end of it. I think I I would say normally, but this is to me, this is different. Houston made the final four last year. He doesn't need to prove anything to anybody. Well, having coached in that conference, it may not seem like a big deal to the (laughs) national like person that's looking at well, that's not the ACC, but to the guys in that oh, conference, yeah, you want, you want like, that's a big deal. Well, yeah. and you still yeah. you're still hanging a banner for the regular yeah. season. I think you can argue. I would. 
that winning a regular season is more impressive than winning a conference tournament, yeah. in and my the, opinion. The one thing I'd say about the security thing uh, is that last year, Arkansas approached him before they, or maybe, was it two years ago? When yeah, when they Musselman. hired Musselman. Mm-hmm. And he leveraged into a better deal. He basically has his son as the coach in waiting already. They've, like, promised him that. So, I mean, he's in as good a spot. That's a great school. Yeah. Yeah, I've mean, got some friends on the, the football staff. A great city. Yeah, and he, he helped get a lot done with the uh, the facilities. They got a whole new rebuild to the uh, the arena, the Fertitta Center. I mean, it's, it's incredible down there in Houston. That's awesome. Jim Root, at Second Chance Points on Twitter. Uh, I did want to get into some seeding, but... Uh, I'd rather just jump into the board. Have you have you taken a gander? Uh, Come on, it's me, Tim. It's I know. Nice, what is it? I know. Nine p.m. on the West Coast. If I hadn't looked at tomorrow, I, I, I'd, I'd have to. That quit. is true. Yep. All right. So yesterday, no pressure. Uh, you told us your favorite play was Rutgers Indiana under one thirty-two. Bada bing, bada boom. As much as Rutgers tried to blow that for us, uh, thank you, Ron Harper Jr. Your uh, <laughs> your gift bag is in the mail. Uh, we will be sending it your way. So uh, what? Before we get to the marquee games, what is uh, something or two that is jumping out at you on the card tomorrow? First one that jumped out at me, we were just talking AAC, so I'll stay there. Mm-hmm. Cincinnati plus seven and a half. Uh, they're going to SMU. Like you said, SMU is, is desperate. They're kind of against the, the bubble wall at this point. Their backs are against the wall. But they're laying seven and a half against a team they haven't beaten since 2017. They've lost 10 straight to Cincinnati across three different coaches. They lost to Cincinnati by 17 this year. Cincinnati just played a really good game at Houston. Uh, shot quality graded that out as like a five-point loss. The margin was a lot bigger than that, but I think this is just too high. Uh, I like the Ponies. I want them in the tournament. I think they're fun to watch. They have a great point guard, but I think the, the Bearcats can hang around there, keep that one close. Uh, and a second one, I'll give you two while we're here. Oregon, a road favorite, minus four at Washington. They have also won six straight against the Huskies, and they have the SMU thing going where it, it, we need to – Play well now. We need yeah. to get, get some sort of groove going before the Pac-12 tournament because they're going to need to win that event. And I don't trust Washington. I do trust Altman in March. Uh, he has great against the spread history in this month. Way better than Tom Izzo. This should be Dana Altman's month, not Tom Izzo's. Uh, I like Oregon laying four on the road at Washington. All right, come of the, the bigger games. Uh, this, I think, will raise an eyebrow, but I don't know. People are smart. Kansas just lost to TCU on Monday. They are an 11-point favorite tomorrow against TCU. Yeah, I like the Jayhawks. A yeah, bit. I think I think Kansas <laughs> is gonna go like this, go like this, and say, "Yeah, uh, congrats, Jamie Dixon, on a nice win at home. You storm the floor. It's our time." Yeah. I, I think this might be a uh, a beatdown from from the Kansas Jayhawks here. Yeah, Kansas has lost two in a row. They're tied in the loss column with Baylor for the Big 12 title. And TCU just not not only did they just beat Kansas, they had just beaten Texas Tech too. They're coming off two big wins, riding high. So you got Kansas, the better team, has lost two in a row. TCU has won two gigantic games in a row. Back to Fog Allen. Yeah, this this feels like a big, big Kansas win to me. So Michigan and Iowa, I think you can make an, a, an argument. They could certainly play themselves out of the tournament, and they could easily play themselves into the tournament. Uh, they've got big games remaining. Uh, you know, Michigan, very impressive against Michigan State. Iowa, on the other hand, uh, the numbers love them, and they've now won four in a row. Michigan's laying a point against Iowa, uh, and the totals are always interesting. 155 and a half in this one. Those are Iowa games, man. <laughs> Iowa games have those sky-high totals because they don't really guard, and their offense is incredible. 
Uh, this one, I wanted to bet Michigan. I'm a little spooked by the fact that Michigan won at Iowa. So you've got that road flip-flop revenge with Iowa coming to town. Uh, but Michigan, I, I, I kind of like the way they've trended with Martelli at the helm. No Juwan Howard there. I, I think that's a, a kind of an upward shift for them. And they've been playing well. So I, I'm leaning towards Michigan there, but I am a little bit spooked by that angle. So I'm not actually betting that one. Anything in the first round of the Sun Belt that's jumping out of you? Sun Belt. 9.30 a.m. local. We got the Mavericks against the Cajuns. Cajuns. Minus three and a half. It's too low. There you go. Yeah, I, I talked about how much I like you the love Cajuns Lafayette. and the Futures. So if you can't get there in time to get the Future, start your uh, start your rollover now with uh, Lafayette taking on the Mavericks of UT Arlington. 9.30 local. Yeah, tip it, time. That's, hey, it's good enough for me. Ed, David Azor is a great scorer for Arlington, but the Cajuns just have too much talent, too much athleticism. They will overwhelm them in that early game. All right, so favorite uh, future before we let you to go. You're uh, you like what was it four to one out of the I, Georgia Sun State Belt. out of the Sun Belt four to one four to yeah. one, and then tomorrow Arizona, uh, Oregon minus four Oregon. at Washington, and Cincinnati plus seven and a half at SMU. What Arizona? I wrote it down. Don't worry what about am I doing, it. Sean? <laughs> That's Jim Root. Follow him on Twitter, a must-follow, at Second Chance Points. Check out the three-man weave. It's the nightcap. This is the nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. Get everything you need to bet the madness this year with 24-7 streaming, daily best bet emails, and our tournament betting guide, including advice, data, and strategy for only 19 bucks. Whether you're filling out a bracket or betting against the spread, our team is here to get you ready for every game and every round of the tournament. Get analysis from our experts, including the one and only Greg Hoops-Peterson, on every key team conference and player to watch from the favorites to the potential Cinderella's sign up today to get the betting guide plus full access to VEASAN through April 5th only 19 bucks VEASAN.com slash madness alongside Sean King I am Tim Murray thanks again to our good friend Jim Root for jumping in he was a, a big believer he's a big believer in Oregon tomorrow and Cincinnati plus the points. And Cincinnati. And, and uh, thinks it's a good spot for Kansas. The uh, Rutabaker, man, he came in yesterday, gave us Rutgers, Indiana, under. That hit. Never a sweat. I just jumped on Cincinnati and Oregon for tomorrow, too. So. Okay, there you go. You just blindly love. You just blindly bet. Unless I'm telling you. Unless, like, I, See, say, this unless is... I say something like, hey, USC stinks. And you're like, no, 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 they're good. Well, I thought they were pretty good before yesterday. I, they might, you know what? I, here's where they are. Like, you know, you talk about quads. Like they're in the good quad, but they're not in the great quad. Like so, they played a great team yesterday in Arizona, and it was like varsity versus JV. <laughs> Will you stop peacocking about that one cigar bet win? Jesus. Oh. And Villanova's going to be a 2 That's all right. Somebody kick your butt because UK is going to finish with a better record that is true. than Texas. So. Yeah, we need it. Once yeah, again, you keep I want to do a segment because we always talk about these cigar bets. Yeah. We've had tons of them. We can do a graphic. We need to take create a, a visual. We need, to take, we need to take a look at a graphic. What's not great is that we bet together on Wyoming, and oh, they God. have fallen apart just uh, like, a, like a thing of fries at the beach when you put too much vinegar. They the play just, a real Uncle Riffic type of game. Like they back the guy down and 
You know, I don't know. Well, the, the team that you call uncles is going to be on a two seed, so I, I wish they played more like Villanova. That would be nice. Uh, I want to go back to, we talked to J.P. Finley over at the, uh, at the Combine earlier tonight and just kind of getting the feel and the buzz a little bit of, of what's happening out at the Combine. And, and he felt like not a whole lot was, was noteworthy, but we're about to get the workouts for the quarterbacks. And we, we showed these odds of who would be the first quarterback selected earlier. And I know that Mel Kuyper's most recent draft, or mock draft, I should say, had Kenny Pickett going ahead of Malik Willis. Certainly is, is possible. But I, I don't think, at least from everything that we've gathered so far, and then I, I would even go one step further, which is the athletic ability of Malik Willis. I think he's going to show out again uh, in the combine with his arm strength. Uh, I think at plus 160, if you can find it, I, I think he should be the favorite. I'm not saying he should be you know minus 110 or anything like that, but I believe that Malik Willis should be ahead of Kenny Pickett to be the first quarterback drafted. By the way, I would be surprised if anyone else goes ahead of Pickett or Willis. It feels like it's Pickett or Willis. I would agree with that. Um, if there is a guy, he's sort of like my Kayvon Thibodeau for quarterbacks. Willis or Pickett? Willis. Okay. Like, if there's a guy that I know athletically can, like, put up some wow-type numbers at the combine at the quarterback position, it's Willis. I mean, he's going to run really fast. That ball is going to jump out of his hand. He's going to be very good in the interview process. So, I wholeheartedly think that, that you know, he's like Trey Lance just with a lot more film. You know how people kind of fell in love with Trey Lance's, yeah. like, skills, even though his film didn't necessarily say that he was a top five pick in the draft. I can see Malik Willis kind of following that same path and one team falling in love with him and trading up, you know, with, with the Jets, Giants, you know, one of those teams that have multiple picks, Lions, in the first round. And, yeah, I don't have a problem with him going number one. I wouldn't take him. I wouldn't take any of those guys in the first round. But – Again, but, we're talking about what's going to actually happen, and, and this is I could see him shooting up the draft boards based on his performance yeah. over the next two days. And this is just who's the, what quarterback. I, right. I think this is a really – Right, so he could go 15th, and you could still win this bet. Absolutely. He's the first quarterback. Yeah, yes. it's, it's all about who's the first quarterback. So uh, it, it came out today, Malik will throw, but he won't run at the combo. Which is surprising to me because that's one of his greatest assets. Right. It, it's almost impossible for me to think he would not have ran the best 40 of the quarterback position. Oh, absolutely. I mean, especially among the elites out there. Um, and, I, and I know you've, you're going to do more studying uh, and breaking down. But from, I've started. From, from what we saw at the Senior Bowl and what we saw you know, all throughout the year, who do you think has an opportunity to be a riser at the combine here? At the quarterback position? At the quarterback position. Desmond Ritter. Because of maturity, I just think been his, around. his size, his attributes from a skill standpoint, people will want him to be good. And if he throws the ball well, I mean, he's the kind of guy that you could see start to hear rumblings about middle of first round, late first round. Film doesn't say that. But again, teams sort of kind of forget what the film says, you know, as we get into – combine and, and pro days, you know, and all those different, you know, aspects, you know, of this process. But, again, he's a, he, you know, he's a big kid. 
You know, he's going to run really good. He's got a live arm. Not the most accurate all the time, but, you know, he's probably been somewhere in a controlled environment, you know, working in shorts and a T-shirt. And, you know, if, if he can control his nerves, because performing at the combine, you know, this is the part people don't talk about, you know, as, as it pertains to the quarterback, is controlling your nerves. Like just that energy, like, okay, I'm about to throw this out route. Like I have two chances to throw an out route in front of everybody that's in a position of power in this league I've been dreaming of getting to. If I throw the first one in the dirt, like, okay, can I control my breathing and calm myself down and get back, you know, to put my best foot forward? So, you know, that that plays a role too. You know, when you, you, your nerves get bad, your hands get sweaty, you can't feel the ball, and, and you know, all kind of things can happen. So, you know, this the, the combine's an interesting little deal. I, I'm not, I think it's outdated, but, you know, it, it's interesting. Yeah, Desmond Ritter, I think, is a guy that we haven't heard a ton of buzz about, right? All the buzz and hype out of Mobile was Malik Willis. Malik Willis. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think similar situations going to unfold here at the combine. I think Malik Willis is going to pop, going to throw the ball really well. Desmond Ritter, you know, he's the anti-Trey uh, Lance in this regard. He started 50 games. Yeah. 50. And was a winner. And I know he played in the AAC, but he got him to the college football playoff. I mean, he's 6'4", 220. I mean, he's a big dude. He's he's not incredibly mobile, but I, I think you could straight Straightaway speed, he'll be fast. I, I he'll think, run fast in the 40. I think you could see. I, would you be surprised if he was the third quarterback pick? No, not at all. I really wouldn't. Yeah. I don't think people are going to like Kenny Pickett. I think that's going to be an issue for but him. But how far I, does he drop? I still think I, he'd be I, the second quarterback. Pick. I think his personality is going to turn off some people. I think that confidence he has is going to turn off some people. This is just things that I've heard, you know. And then I think when they really dig a little deeper into the tape, they're limited. By the you know, way. Show some, some, in my opinion, you know, intangible deficiencies, you know, when you really watch him and his body language and his mannerisms, you know, during the course of games. But, I mean, we're going to find out soon. By the way, uh, UNLV is doing it again, man. This uh, Kevin Kruger's team. I need to play them to win the uh, Mountain West Conference. It is. I really do. It has shrunk like. uh, Yeah, they've gotten, you know, better at the right time. a t-shirt in the dryer, man. I mean, you could have got it at 12-1 to after they beat Colorado State and then They've just continued to impress. They're going to improve to 18 and 7. Uh, excuse me, 18 and 12. Uh, and, and, and here's the impressive thing. They showed Bryce Hamilton's numbers. Bryce Hamilton, who's their best player, who's going to be a pro, he didn't really play all that well tonight. And that's no. the thing that's impressive is they're having different players step up. And, you know, you, you and I bet Wyoming in game, they were down one at the half. It felt like they had a little bit of the momentum on their side. And they took a couple punches, UNLV, but... Here they are, man. They are. They're going to host this conference tournament. Uh, they're improving to ten and seven in the conference, and and they've got pieces. You know, it, it is. It's really impressive to watch what the thing with Wyoming, Kruger has done. Yeah, right they now. don't have any rim protection, and UNLV has multiple guys and get to the rim. So they really exploited them in the second half today. They, they were getting to the rim, making layups. You know, and ones. It looks like, I mean, they're going to... What would you need from an odd standpoint pre-Mountain West Conference tournament to wager on UNLV? Uh, right now, I would need near near 10. I would near 10 to 1. You're not getting it. They're going to have a tricky matchup in the first round, too. They're going to play San Diego State, likely. 
Yeah, as of right now, that's your ah, way to play. I don't, know. I don't like that matchup. That's a, that's a tricky, tricky matchup against San Diego State. But a hell of a win tonight for UNLV. 23 seconds to go. The Rebels, home favorite of one and a half, two. And they're going to cover all those numbers. They're showing the graphic right now. If it started today, it would be UNLV and San Diego State. We'll take a look at tomorrow's card when we come back. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is the Nightcap on VSN, the sports betting network. The college basketball season is in full swing, folks. Grab a five-hour energy to stay alert to watch all your favorite games. Or if you stayed up late to watch the end of this UNLV-Wyoming game, guess what? Take a five-hour energy shot in the morning so you can be energized all day. With zero sugar and an unbeatable blend of vitamins, nutrients, and caffeine, it's the perfect pick-me-up getting stuff done. Go to 5hourenergy.com to find over 15 flavors to choose from. With flavors like grape, tropical burst, cherry, blue raspberry, and more, there is a flavor for everyone. Get a five-hour energy today. There it is. UNLV has now beaten Wyoming 19 straight times in Las Vegas. Sean, if we had known that trend. We were going against the 18-game streak. What are we doing? <laughs> goodness gracious. So, Oh, my goodness. We got too cute. We, uh, we, we thought the Pokes would get it done in the second half, and they did not. UNLV continues to roll, man. And as of right now, still one game to go. UNLV would be the five seed playing San Diego State in the quarterfinals in the Mountain West. That's a tough matchup for both teams. Like uh, two teams that I think could win it outright for one of them to be gone in the first round. Well, well I guess what? would be considered the second round because yeah. they're not in the quarterfinals. Right. Yeah, they, they skipped the first. Yeah. But I mean, no, that, that'd I be you. unfortunate, you know, because I think if they were in separate brackets, there are some scenarios where San Diego State plays UNLV for the Mountain West Conference Championship. So it's interesting. San Diego State, as you look at those odds, you know, Boise State is the highest ranked team. Uh, but San Diego State per Ken Palm is the highest ranked Mountain West team. Now, the reason for that is they're the number one defensive team in the country, 
but they're 151 in offense. So uh, it's 21st. Yeah, in per Ken Palm. So. Yeah, Colorado's no Boise's 27th. Boise's not far behind. Colorado State's 32nd. It's a good conference. It'll be a it'll be a war there at Thomas and Mac coming up in what next week. You know, it's gonna be. Gonna be a, a wild couple a week or so here. Yeah, Kim Pond will like UNLV. They're eighty third. They might jump a little bit today. Uh, they'll 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 get a boost today. But yeah, um, so we'll see. Uh, for for San Diego State, they have two games left. They'll be a favorite in both uh, against Fresno and Nevada. So they might be able to get off the four line. Uh, they're coming off of a really impressive win on the road in Laramie, beating Wyoming earlier this week. Matt Bradley couldn't miss. Uh, so that was a, a game in which San Diego State was able to take care of business as a two-point road favorite. All right, let's take a look at tomorrow's slate. And we'll start with a game that intrigues me, Sean. And that would be the Kansas Jayhawks. Me and Kansas, you know, we're kind of having a bit of a love-hate relationship because I've got a future on them. At 14-1, to 1, and you could pretty much get that future right now. So it wasn't anything you needed to race out and get because they've been stubbing their toe. They've now lost two in a row. They lost on the road in Fort Worth by double digits last night, Sean. Mm-hmm. They are playing that same TCU team tomorrow. They lost by double digits. They are now laying double digits. Interesting. Interesting. You have a feel for it? You think this will be... I think Kansas will go down at, before a tip, or you think you have to get it now? I think it stays double digits. Yeah. Maybe it fluctuates. Maybe it goes... You see it right there. DraftKings, 10.5. It's 11 here in Las Vegas in most spots. Maybe you could get it at 10. Uh, I think Kansas hammers TCU. And you know, a point that uh, Jim Root brought up is that, okay, Kansas has now lost two straight games, right? They lost to Baylor, TCU. Look mm-hmm. what TCU's done. They beat Texas Tech on Saturday. They beat Kansas on Tuesday. And now they've got to play Kansas again. And for them, those two wins have really solidified them into the field of 68. Not saying that they're not going to be up for this game going to Fall Gallon. I just think they, they're, they're walking into, a, in my opinion, a bit of a buzzsaw. It's a lot of points. We're going to eat that chalk with Rock Chalk. We'll go Kansas in this spot. Yeah, I'm with you there. I think that line saying that, Kansas is the side. I just don't trust Kansas. That's fair. I think they're having an identity. They've lost two straight. Yeah, I think they're having an identity digits. crisis. Like, yeah. I think uh, Bill Self has played some mind games, and you know, it hadn't actually worked out the way that he presumed and thought it would. So, I mean, we'll see. Earlier in the day, we'll have Michigan State and Ohio State. This one in Columbus. Ohio State just got beaten bad at home. Yeah, their favorite big in this. By Nebraska. And now Ohio State is laying six. Uh, I I don't really want anything to do with this game. Yeah, this is a tricky game for me because uh, about a week and a half ago, we put up a two weeks maybe, we put up a graphic and it showed the remaining schedule of the Big Ten teams. And I was optimistic about the Buckeyes. You know, they had a lot of home games. And up to that point, you know, they had been pretty good at home. But I don't know what's happened over the last ten days. But they just haven't been playing good basketball. So, you know, Michigan State at least has shown some signs of life. I probably would, would ride, would take the points in this, but I'm like you. I'll probably leave it alone. Yeah, Michigan State obviously coming off of uh, a thrilling and big win over the weekend against Purdue. And, you know, for 
this Ohio State team, I thought last Sunday was a bad spot going into Maryland. There's going to be a, a juiced-up environment with the 2002 reunion of the uh, national championship team. They go and lose by 15, and they followed it up with a loss in Nebraska at home mm-hmm. yesterday by eight. And until the updated net, that was actually a quad four wow. loss, which is unheard of for anybody you know this high up. I, I think you know that line is begging for people to take the points of Michigan State. I think this would be – I think I'll stay alone, I'll stay off, but I, I think this is Ohio State's spot. I, I, I did miss – you know I, I misspoke because I said you know Michigan State's coming off of the Purdue win. No, they, they got smoked. By yeah. Michigan. They got yeah. smoked and by Ohio Michigan. And Ohio State's coming off of getting so, buzzsawed by Nebraska at, at, at home. So, I mean, both teams coming off a loss. So, if it's going to be a bounce-back game – you know, you know, both sides, you know, can make a, you know, I guess a, a valid argument that, that they're the side that needs to bounce back. I just think Michigan State's highs have been a little higher this year than Ohio State's. So, Houston's laying some lumber uh, against Temple tomorrow. Yeah. If they win this game, they they lock up the AAC outright. Uh, no thanks. Yeah, I don't. I don't this need this to be- is Temple by twenty five. I mean, uh, Houston was, by twenty five. I was gonna say what now? This is Houston by 25. Uh, yeah, I mean, you're starting to see the number kind of fluctuate 15, 15 and a half, 16. Uh, if you want to lay it, I wouldn't oppose it, uh, but I, I don't really want to jump. Do you have a number yet on uh, Memphis, South Florida? Uh, yeah, Memphis is laying 12. Yeah, I think that's Memphis all day. On the road. South Florida South coming Florida. off of beating Cincinnati by two on the road. This is a letdown spot for them. If it's going to come in there, they're going. That's an easy twenty point win, in my opinion. I think South Florida's really bad. Yeah, Memphis trying to get right at the uh, at the proper time. Uh, I want to mention uh, the game that that Jim uh, Root really liked. Uh, that was Oregon laying four on the road at Washington. Oregon, they had a really nice stretch. You know. Mid-January, they go to L.A., they beat USC, they beat UCLA, that UCLA game in overtime. Uh, and now you look at what they've done lately, Sean. They've been really struggling. They've lost four of the last six, but in that stretch, they beat UCLA. So the the highs of this Oregon team is is pretty darn impressive. So on the road at Washington, they've played Washington already this year. They Obliterated Washington back in January, won eighty-four to fifty-six. Uh, I, I wouldn't disagree with with uh, Jim here. I, I think Oregon needs to get right. Last two games before the Pac-12 tournament upcoming, uh, where I think they could be live here in Las Vegas. I, I would say, yeah, I would I would lean towards Washington in this spot. I don't think Washington's very good. You would lean towards Washington. I'm sorry, I, I, my bad. Oh. I, would, I would lean towards Oregon. Yeah, I'd only be comfortable if I money lined Oregon. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I take them on the money line. I do think they're a team that can make some noise in the Pac-12 tourney. I really do. I 100% agree with that. Yeah, so. Dana Altman in this comfortable in, in, in Las Vegas here. Iowa-Michigan tomorrow. Uh, Michigan laying a point. Michigan is is playing better. Uh, really nice win on Tuesday. How do they respond to that? They're back at home playing the Hawkeyes. Uh, really important game for both of these teams uh, when it comes to the NCAA Tournament. Congratulations to all the ticket busters out there today. The Seattle Kraken. Oh, man. They win? What? Fourth. Oh, oh my goodness. Well, they beat the Predators. At least 
at least we got the the glorious middle here. We we Arkansas did. money we line. Did. Got plus the five and a half with LSU. That's what I'm going to take away from this. Yeah, thing. the synergy. Not not the not the terrible bet that we placed on Wyoming. Yeah, the, the good one that we folks had. we went against the 18 game winning streak. What's wrong with us? What's wrong with us? Hey, thanks to Jim Root. Thanks to Wes Reynolds. Uh, thanks to J.P. Finley and of course Brad Evans. For Sean King, I'm Tim Murray. We're back tomorrow. It's a nightcap here on BC. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.